Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Hoop Life with Sean and Sean. I'm your host, Sean B. Taylor. And I'm your host, Sean C. Taylor, coming to you live with another episode, a very long and awaited episode, <laughs> The Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast, episode one <laughs> of season four. This is the comeback season. The comeback yes. season, okay. Is that the title? Is that the official title? I guess it's got to be. <laughs> Should it be the comeback season yeah. or the comeback episode? Yeah, last year was the third anniversary because uh, last year was the 75th anniversary for the uh, NBA. Right. Um, but now it's the third anniversary. Or, well, it was the third anniversary last year. And, you know, we kind of we kind of fumbled that, that season. We did. We know? did. We kind of went out with a whimper in season three. Yeah. Only put out like... Eight. eight episodes. Yeah. Um, it was a busy, busy year for us yeah. last year with you starting high school, me starting a business. Yeah. But we said we are not letting that happen again this year. Yeah, no, we won't. Okay, so the comeback season, mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. We don't really have any notes, um, and we didn't have a title, as y'all can tell. Mm -hmm. But we said we have to put out weekly content like we did in our previous seasons, right? Yeah. We have to put out weekly episodes. And so what do we decide? That every Monday morning by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will get a new Hoop Life episode mm -hmm. delivered to you wherever you get your podcast. So make sure you like, you subscribe, um, and yeah, set yourself up for notifications. But just know that by 8 a.m. every Monday morning, you're going to get a new, fresh Hoop Life episode. That's now, right. now, you may be saying right now, it's Monday evening, right? We're about 24 hours from the start of the season, right? Mm -hmm. So, how come we didn't get a, they didn't get a fresh episode this Monday morning, right? Okay, Saturday, not gonna lie, we were out literally like all day. We, we were out all day. Yeah, and you was physically and mentally out. Like, just <laughs> oh out of here. Oh my goodness. Because, like... Just sickness has been running through this house like crazy. My brother's been out of school for like a week now. Almost a week. Yeah, almost a week. Yeah. Yeah, my dad is just, you know, I haven't really seen him chill like this in a while. Really, in, in a while. Yeah. And, you know, he's been chilling a lot. And just this, just like a couple of days, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it was seem crazy because my dad has been like that. Will really, it really goes to show how much he's been moving, yeah. or how much you've been moving because it's just like you've been going crazy with this Black Viking stuff and yeah, all man. that, and just so many things going on behind the scenes that people don't see. So yeah, you know, props to you. Well, I appreciate that, son. Yeah, and you, you've earned this time. And, you know, especially because you're sick. So thank you. Hope you get 100% better. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling much, much better today. God yeah. is the greatest. Um, and also tea and chicken noodle soup and rest and rest. I needed to rest. Mm -hmm. So I think that was God's way of saying, all right, sit down, relax for a little bit. I didn't think you were going to divulge all that. I thought you were just going to say um, we were doing a special episode the night before the season starts. But Sean put it all out there, which is no problem at all. So, you know, I hope you guys appreciate our authenticity. Yeah, it was the night before the NBA season. <laughs> it was, right. Sean, if y'all haven't noticed, from season one to now season four, Sean's voice is much deeper. Mm -hmm. He's much taller. He has a full mustache. Yeah. It's like, it's the most bizarre thing ever because I remember he was born Thursday, October 5th. 
2006 at 6.40 p.m. Like, that's how much I, how locked in I've been this whole, the, the this child's whole life. He used to be able to just, like, rest in on my forearm, and now he's looking at me eye to eye. It's the craziest thing ever, so. Yeah, and it's almost 6.40 right now. We're that, 10 minutes away. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. So, look, without further ado, like you said, twas the night before the tip-off yeah. of the 2022 2023 NBA season. I'm looking at your eyes right now. Your eyes are wide. Like you're just so excited. Like it, like mm-hmm. it is about to be Christmas. And my eyes are wide also because we were talking about it earlier. I can't remember a season where I was more excited. Yeah. To see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. And in previous seasons, we're you know we're like, oh yeah, we can't wait to see what happens. But I literally like this season. I have so, like a few thoughts about you know, championship and, and top-tier players and all that. But last year, one of our themes was, like, changing of the guard, right? Yeah. Got a lot of the young players, like, they ain't coming. They're here. Mm-hmm. And you got guys like Jason Tatum, John Morant, who really planted their flags and said, like, oh, no, we're here. Right. right? And so now it's just like, ah, it's another year. The old guys are another year older, obviously. The mm-hmm. young guys are another year more seasoned. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm just excited, man. Right, and I mean, like, you talk about changing of the guards. I mean, you look at someone like John Morant. We were just looking at the NBA rankings from last year. And this year, John Morant was ranked 31st last year. Right. Amongst the top players. He's now at number nine. Yeah, that's a big jump. Big jump. That was way bigger than, like, any other dude that was in, like, the top ten. Yeah. So, you know, props to him. Yeah, big props to Ja, man. He's still young, you know what I mean? And just, mm-hmm. he is dynamic. He is very, like, yeah. I thought he was going to be good, but he's just, he's way better than I even anticipated. So, For real. he's got Memphis rolling. So, you know, we can get into to other players or players who you're really excited to see. But first, or you know what? You, you take it. Should we talk about players that we're excited to see or teams that we're excited to see first? Um, I mean, I think, I think it should go to players okay. first because teams, you can always get caught up in teams and, you know, there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of talk about, oh, who's going to win the championship. So we'll, we'll save that okay. for a little bit later in this episode. Okay. So like, what players are you most excited to see in this upcoming season? I, for sure, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, that's your man. That's yeah. your man. You love Anthony Edwards. Shout out to Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. I mean... He is really like that. And, (laughs) you know, I told people that he was going to be better than LaMelo. And I think a lot of people are starting to swing over to Ant's side or with me on that one. Because, like, he's just been, he's just shown how skilled he is the whole time he's been with Minnesota. He's dunking on people. He's dunking on Gabe Vincent with that, that. That was insane, by the way, how they called that charge. Yeah, that was I bad. Want, I just want to say that that was not even that was it wasn't even a charge. It wasn't. Even if it was, you can't call that. <laughs> right. Like right, every, I agree. Like that's what everyone's saying. You can't call that, no matter what happens. But anyways, you know he just pure utter talent. Anthony Edwards, he he's just really got it. He's like that. And I told people he's one of the dudes you know is going to be a star. I told people as soon as he got drafted, and I didn't even know. Anything about him before that, when yeah. like before he got drafted, but I just saw it in him and 
now I think that he's really going to have a breakout season, a, a real breakout season. You can argue he had one this year, but now this season I think he's gonna really kind of take take the torch from Cat and be ooh. and be the leader this year. Ooh, but, ooh that's tough because Cat's still young. Yeah, so, and I I think that he firmly believes that that's his team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but you think Ant's just gonna snatch the torch, huh? Yeah, especially because I seen Cat hop on a a live. He or not hop on a live, but he started live streaming uh earlier today. What's that to do with anything? I'm just saying, it's just like, like getting the gym, getting getting the, lab. the gym. Oh my goodness, getting the lab with Ant. Yo, getting so, the lab with Ant, man. So just just to comment on that real quick. And I, I hope that I'm wrong on this. We talked about this guy extensively, right? I like Anthony Edwards. Like he's got a ton of personality, a ton of talent, and a ton of athleticism, right? Yeah. I just don't I'm I'm not sold on him yet. I'm not sold on him yet. Mm-hmm. And it's because and I was telling I think it was Uncle Trey the other day, shout out to Uncle Trey. Rest up, big dog. Um but like he's still playing off pure talent. Mm-hmm. And I, what I want to see, and I'm hoping that that I see it this season, is him playing off more of a like him studying the game more yeah. and playing more off of his 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 mindset. You know what I mean? His understanding of the game. Yeah. And just allowing things to like like scoring a lot easier mm-hmm. because a lot of the buckets that he gets is like he worked like he may have made it look easy. But he he expended a good deal of energy getting that bucket. Right. I want to see him play off the ball a little bit better and catch the ball in scoring positions. One, two dribbles. Yeah. Pull up or right at the rim. I don't want to see him coming down, coming off a screen and roll, dribble, dribble, dribble. between. The I just think that that's too much. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if the folks in Minnesota can get the best out of Anthony Edwards. The talent level is is supreme, no doubt about that. The athleticism, crazy, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's just, yeah, we got to see. So, like I said, I hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, and I guess you're right because I don't believe in Minnesota to get the best out of him. <laughs> oh I, I will say this, though. If the Timberwolves, in my opinion, this is in my opinion, and this is probably a hot take for a lot of people, <laughs> but in my opinion, if the Timberwolves can make the playoffs, then... I think that it's going to be because of Anthony Edwards okay. really stepping up this season. Well, I mean, they made the playoffs last year, so they I should. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. I don't believe in Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony. Oh, you don't Gobert. like that combination? I don't like it. So that was a big, that was probably the biggest move of mm-hmm. the offseason, right? Yeah. Minnesota trading, um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Minnesota trading a bunch of picks. Yeah, to Utah and good and good players too. Who who what players did they trade? I know they lost Jared Vanderbilt. They got rid of Pat Bev. Like oh, yeah. uh, who was it? Malik Beasley. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Like there was a lot of good players that they lost out on, and then they trade away all them picks. Yeah. And it's like with Wembanyama coming up, right? It's like you might want that pick. Yeah. You know, like if you're a team that's not in position to win the championship, like right now or this season as we speak, right. Then you want all the picks you can get. That's a good point. So like, even me as like a Lakers fan, it's like, you know, (laughs) it's whatever because, you know, as soon as LeBron retires, then I might have to come home to the wizards anyways. (laughs) But 
like that's just really just not it's it's not looking great for Minnesota in my opinion in the future. Right. Because I just don't think that people like Anthony Edwards rising stars are gonna wanna stay there for very long. Like it's cold in Minnesota. Right. And not to just pile on Minnesota, <laughs> but it's like it's cold there. It's not like the best place to be in. And granted, Sean has never been to Minnesota, so <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I've I have never been there. But if you've ever watched Rio, I know that uh, the bird blue oh got man. dropped off in Minnesota and it was snowing. Right. In like the middle of, I don't know when it was. Oh my goodness. It was, it was and the bird called, called Minnesota Tiny Soda because it was like mini and tiny. Never mind, man. That's a bad dad joke. Um, but yeah, I guess they are banking on this core, right? Because yeah. their, their core is young. All those guys are under thirty, right? I right. think. I think Gobert's under thirty. He, if he's not, right he's, around there. Yeah, he's right around thirty. But like D'Angelo Russell, former number two pick. Yeah. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Ant Man, those are two former number one picks. Yeah, which I like that. Yeah, I mean that's not bad, but I'm I'm not sold in that combination either. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll have to see. I'm interested. In, it, it goes back to our initial theme, like this being a very interesting, exciting season. Because yeah. I do think Minnesota at times would be fun to watch. I can just mm-hmm. imagine Rudy Gobert like getting the big block, Ant getting the outlet, or or Russell getting the outlet and throwing a hit ahead past the Ant for like a crazy dunk. That'd be fun to watch, right? Yeah, it's just like you said, all just like you know, even even with my man Ant, sometimes I gotta cr- critique him a little bit. Could be a little inconsistent. You're playing off just pure skill and True. talent. And then Cat, same thing. D'Lo, same thing for sure. Saw that last year in the playoffs. Right. With, with both of them, for real. And then Rudy Gobert, we always see it in the playoffs. At yeah. some point, he gets exposed. Yeah. He got exposed, what was it, when, when uh, Phoenix had that run to the finals. Right. Where uh, they was playing the Clippers, and he was still with the Jazz. Mm-hmm. And I think Terrence Mann was giving him buckets. Right. So I was like, <laughs> what is happening? He was going right to him. And right. I was just like, what? What is happening? Right, right. No, it's funny because I did not think we'd spend this much time talking about Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said wrongly that Gobert going to Minnesota was the biggest move of the offseason. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a two-parter because, one, the price that Minnesota paid for Gobert almost inadvertently led to Kevin Dur- Kevin Durant having to stay in Brooklyn mm-hmm. because he made a trade request in the offseason, right? Mm-hmm. And... When Brooklyn saw that, they were like, oh, if Rudy Gobert got that, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we're going to want like seven times that. You know, I'm exaggerating right now, but they're like, we're going to want X, Y, and Z. It's yeah. going to be a, a very, very steep price to pay. Mm-hmm. And other teams are just like, ah, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. So Kevin Durant ends up staying in Brooklyn, which is a big deal, obviously. But then Rudy Gobert, the, the other domino that fell was that Donovan Mitchell got <laughs> traded to the Cavs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of gone, I don't want to say under the radar. Mm -hmm. People aren't talking about it as much as you may think Mm -hmm. because Cleveland is a very good team, Mm -hmm. excellent team, and adding Donovan Mitchell, he's, like, perfect for them, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch the Cavs, which sounds funny because I don't think anyone said that since LeBron left, but they're not who I'm most excited to see or or – Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs, like, I'm excited to see him, but he's not who I'm most excited to see. Yeah. I was going to say LeBron because it's year 20, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going with Zion. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about Ja Morant earlier. Yep, the big Zion, Z. Yeah, the big Z. He yeah. looks lean, mean, and ready to just dunk on people, right? Yeah. And he's not smiling as much anymore. He's like, he seems like he's very focused. And I know sitting out that whole last season, hearing about how great Ja is and people saying, which Ja deserve all that credit, right? Mm -hmm. People saying, oh, maybe Ja should have been the better, the number one pick or, you know, he's going to have a better career. Mm -hmm. I feel like that really fueled Zion because he looks great. So you can tell he's put the work in. And having Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, uh, Jackson Hayes, they're going to be a nightmare out in the West. Right. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think about Zion? For sure. I think that Zion really is going to be a showstopper. Yeah. If anything. For I think sure. that the Pelicans are going to make a lot of noise having him back. I think that teams like, I can't really say the Bucks, but just matchups like that where he goes head-to-head -head with like some of the top players like Giannis, mm -hmm. like LeBron, like KD, he's going to give them problems. Even though I, I don't think Zion's the best defensively because of how just I don't me Really, it was you who said it first. He doesn't really turn the best. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really turn his hips the best. I still think that because he's just so big that once he kind of bodies up them dudes, it will just be kind of like different. Cause yeah. you don't, you don't really see guys with just that are that strong. Right. And I think that that's really gonna throw a lot of players off, especially like just matching up with him, or even when they have to guard him. Like especially yeah. when they have to guard him, that's gonna really be just kind of a game changer or not not a game changer but that's really going to be kind of the throw off or a curveball yeah no i totally agree and he just fits so like well with those other pieces right with ingram with mccullum like i said with jackson hayes who's also yeah. very athletic right but more lanky you know mm -hmm. um, more of a rim protector so to speak so that's who like you said showstopper that's who i want to watch yeah. you know what i mean like league passes like of course all the great players for all the great players in the league. But I'm like, I want to really tune in and see Zion. I need to do my homework and see who they play first um, and which night and all of that. But I'm like, man, I think this guy's going to be on a mission. Yeah. And we were you were talking about the Cavs earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, the Cavs, man, I was saying, I was, uh, I had made this like comment on like a YouTube video about the Cavs wanting to trade Kyle Sexton more than they wanted to trade Karis LeVert. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, they should definitely keep Colin Sexton. But when they went ahead and traded him for Donovan Mitchell, mm -hmm. it that was kind of different. Because right. I'm like, okay, well, that's just like an upgraded Colin right. Sexton. <laughs> right, right. So, and, and Colin Sexton's good, too. Yeah. I, I feel bad for him because he messed up his knee. He tore his ACL. Yeah. And then he got traded, right? Mm -hmm. Who's he play for now? Jazz, I think. Oh, yeah, that's that's... Oh, God bless you, Colin Sexton. Yeah, people always be getting out the jazz. Like <laughs> the jazz are just a team where it's like, if they are ever really good, like title contending, like caliber teams, or a title contending caliber team, then like, they're just something's gonna go wrong. Oh man! Either mid season. Or, like, they're just going to, like, choke, like, a 3-1 lead. So, they're so, cursed. Is that what you're, what you're saying? Yeah, like, they're cursed because I remember, like, just when they had, like, Carl Malone and John Stockton. No, no, no reason. There's no reason that they shouldn't have won a championship 
other than the fact that Michael Jordan was playing. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a lot. Yeah, like, it's just, and, and he had that shot. Like, it was just one of them hero moments. Right. And the, the Jazz just, like, it so happens that the Jazz were caught up in it and right. stuff. Like, and Carl Malone was still, like, good, and he was, what, like, 35 or something like yeah. that? Like, he, he was in his 30s, still winning, like, MVP and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So, for you... Ant-Man is who you want to see, yeah. right? Like, who you're most excited to see this season. Yeah. For me, is Zion, mm-hmm. right? And, again, that speaks to last year being a, a change in the guard type of year. Mm-hmm. Typically, you would say LeBron, KD, um, but we're like, nah, we're trending younger right now with our picks, right? Yeah, I would just like to say Ant-Man did make top 25. Did he? What so number was he? 25. <laughs> That's funny. I like how you threw that in there. Yeah. All right. So we we have the players that we want to see, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sure you have more players. I have more players as well. But for the sake of the episode moving forward, like, what team are you most excited to watch? I think I know the answer to this one. Well, you would think you knew the answer to it. And you'd be correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that caught my and, neck, too. Yeah. I, I, I want to see it. I wanted to see the Lakers. I and I said to you that I was gonna try and exclude the Lakers, but it's like it, it's hard to like I wanna see what they do. They've had two disappointing seasons and I think that there's just a lot like there's just a lot to like to prove for them. Or for them to prove. I, I don't know why I'm starting so much. But I think that they're really gonna come in with more of a sense of urgency. Yeah. And just not complain as much. And I think that especially with just a lot of the a lot of the excuses were because they were older and stuff like that. Like that's where a lot of the fans were making the complaints and or the excuses. But now it's like we've got a lot of younger pieces. And I think, like, even dudes like Wayne and Gabriel, like Thomas Bryant, mm-hmm. them dudes, Lonnie Walker, like, those are those guys are athletes. Yeah. So what excuse do we have now? That's There's not any excuse. Like, this is a win-now type situation. Like, we got LeBron. We've got AD. You know, we got Russ, even though he's not exactly what we were hoping for on this squad. I still think that there's a lot for him to prove, and I think that, like knowing that, I think Russ is gonna come out very hungry, and when Russ is hungry, yeah, it's like, you know, he's gonna eat. Ooh, okay, hey, hey, you need to tweet that out. When Russ is hungry, we know he's gonna eat. So you're saying the Lakers? Mm-hmm. That's who you're most excited to see. Yeah, there are a lot of teams that I'm really excited to see this year, especially because there was a lot of there were a lot of moving pieces last year. A lot of guys sat out at the end of the year mm-hmm. because of injuries and stuff. So, like, I'm excited to see the Wizards, to see mm-hmm. what Chris Stapps and Brad and Rui can do mm-hmm. with, you know, starting off the season healthy and everything. Um, I'm excited to see the Cavs, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. But I, I think I'm most – I'm excited to see the Warriors, too. The, yeah. Warriors, the Warriors are tough. With Wiseman coming back, mm-hmm. they're my picks to win the, the, the championship. I know you don't like to hear that. I got Golden State going back-to-back, right? Mm-hmm. But the team I'm most excited to see – is Brooklyn because I'm just like I don't know how this works. I I don't know how this is gonna work, right? Okay. And it's like, you know, they had Harden, 
Harden got irked because Kyrie wouldn't take the vaccine, his choice, right? Yeah. And couldn't play home games. Yeah. Was and it was it really that? Is that like I, I think that's what, what happened. He was like, yo, it's just me and KD out here. We're supposed to have, you know, the, the big three. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie's not out here mm-hmm. for half the games, right? He quits on the team pretty much, forces his way out of Brooklyn to Philly, which I think Philly could be very good this year because Harden looks like he's in shape and motivated him. Yeah, Childish Gambino, like, body. What? Like, oh, he, my he, goodness. Like, when we seen the pictures of him, I don't know what that was. Like, that... <laughs> oh, my God. He, I'm sorry. He needs to shave his chest. Oh, wow. So, now we're taking shots at your <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so, chest hair aside, I think Philly could be pretty tough. I think Embiid's motivated because... He feels like he got snubbed again the MVP last year. Again. Uh, again, that's how he feels. I don't mm-hmm. know if I necessarily agree with that. Yeah, but I don't. But. I, I think it's good for him to play with a chip on his shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with Brooklyn, you have Ben Simmons now instead of James Harden. Mm-hmm. And they are vastly, vastly different players. Right. right. So you have, I mean, I know they're both left-handed. That's where the comparisons stop, mm-hmm. right? Harden is one of the most vicious offensive weapons we've seen in the history of the league. Yeah. Now, I've been very critical of James Harden because I think he travels a lot. I think he gets away with a lot of offensive fouls. Can't shoot mid-range. Can't shoot the mid-range, mm-hmm. right? You're, that's a good point. And he doesn't play defense. Yeah. But if you're talking about just purely getting a bucket and his dimes, he his passing, he he's one of the best pocket passers ever. Yeah. Right? He just, that sleight of hand is just beautiful to watch, right? Right. Whereas Simmons... Plays very good defense mm-hmm. and is awful <laughs> offensively, right? Yeah, like straight up. Yeah, I mean, just like not good offensively, and yeah. so the footwork is not there. The jump shot is terrible. It's still the you know the elbows out mm-hmm. um, instead of being tucked close to his body. He he can't. He's the only dude I've ever seen that can't shoot with his left hand. And what I mean by that, like when he drives to the basket and shoots his floater. He shoots it almost exclusively with his right hand. Yeah. It's the most bizarre game I've ever seen on the offensive side, right? Mm-hmm. I will say in the the preseason game we watched yesterday, which, who were they playing again? Uh, they were playing Bucks. Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Simmons threw some great passes. Mm-hmm. He threw some great passes and he played well on the defensive end, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie also, he was was a pest defensively. Mm-hmm. He was getting after. He was chasing over ball screens. He was talking. He was rotating. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, this Brooklyn team looks pretty formidable, right? Yeah. But I just feel like it could be like feast or famine. Yeah. So I, I just want to see for 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 my own sake, like, is this going to be really, really good? Because mm-hmm. if it's good, I feel like it could be great, like championship level, right? Or is it going to be awful and it just implodes? Yeah, and another thing is like Brooklyn – I think I said it the other day, like, with Ben Simmons, he looked a lot more comfortable making mistakes. That's true. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he looked a lot more comfortable where it's like, okay, like, I could miss this shot or I could make it. Like, who knows what happens. Right. It's like, it's whatever. I'm going to just put up the shot anyways. Like, he put up one layup where he tried to reverse it and then bricked off the backboard. (laughs) Like, it didn't, it just did not go in. Right. (laughs) So, it's like, you know... Even though that was the case, he still at least tried. Right, if right. This, That's a good point. Yeah, if this was like, you know, last year probably, 
He's not taking that shot. Right. I'm just going to tell you right now, he's not taking that shot. After everything that happened in Philly, it's not going to happen. doesn't matter when he comes in at, at any point in the season. It's not happening. He's not shooting that shot. But I think that it's not only him. I think the whole team has got to get more comfortable just messing up sometimes. Because I think, like, KD, he likes to pick his spots and all that. He likes to hit you with certain moves. Mm-hmm. But it's like he doesn't ever like to kind of switch it up a little bit. And I think it's because he knows that he's not the best at that. And and I know it sounds so, like, basic. Mm-hmm. Like, just such a simple thing. Well, it's like, yeah, obviously, if you're not good at something, you don't want to do it. But it's like, I think that's Brooklyn's main problem. And I think that's really what's holding them back from being an, a great team. I think... If they do have those mess ups, I think that there will actually be like even if if it's early on in the season where they're kind of struggling because of that, I think that eventually once they kind of get that together, then they'll just kind of all gel and look like an actual like full basketball team. Because I think I think Brooklyn a lot of times just looks like KD and Kyrie just yeah doing whatever and then. Ben Simmons just being this weird, like, point center, like, weird. Right. That's a good point. Like, not good offensively, Nikola Jokic. Right. Oh, my goodness. Like, he just dribbles the ball up and then just, like, I don't even know. Yeah, it's, um, so like you said, you, you hit it on the head. They have to get comfortable playing through mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that comes with a certain level of trust mm-hmm. and time, right? In order yeah. to develop that chemistry and that rhythm. And they haven't played together. Yeah. They've never played together in an NBA game. They've only played together in the preseason. Yeah. So that's going to take some time. If this were KD five years ago, where mm-hmm. he's obviously five years younger and pre-major injury, mm-hmm. I, I picked this team to go to the finals, right? Yeah. I, I love Kevin Durant. He's a DMV dude and all that. You know, I, I, I don't need to keep qualifying things by saying that. Um, but... He's he's not the same as he was five years ago, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He was number one on last season's ESPN top players list, right? Which is crazy. Which I, <laughs> he said is crazy. I don't think he should have been number one over Giannis, yeah. but he had an argument for it, right? Mm-hmm. This year he's number eight, yeah. and someone like Jason Tatum is above him, right? Yeah, Tatum is above him. Right, so it's like, even though it's one spot, but it's like Tatum earned that. Mm-hmm. Tatum was the better player in that playoff series last year. And KD is not as young. He's not as spry. His first step is not as quick, mm-hmm. right? So cer- certain things he could get away with four or five years ago, he can't anymore. Mm-hmm. And to your point, I think the Nets have to get like more creative offensively. So they have to be more locked in defensively, more creative offensively to get him more easy buckets, yeah. right? He shouldn't, be, he shouldn't have to take three, four, five, six, seven dribbles to get a shot. Yeah. No, I mean he's a just a nightmare of an offensive player. You should be able to move him around enough where you can catch him in spots one, maybe two dribbles, similar to what I was saying about Ant. Mm-hmm. And just rise up and shoot. So yeah. I, I I'm I'm hoping that they can get their continuity and be a good challenge for you know be some competition for like the Bucks mm-hmm. in that Eastern Conference and teams like Miami and Boston. Like I said, though, to me, it's like this could go really good or really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And even, like you said, like a lot of times the Nets offense and defense just looks like a lot of I-270 basketball. Oh, my God. Like just basic, like, little plays and whatever. I'm just like, 
I, I don't understand it with Steve Nash. Um, yeah, that's another thing. Steve Nash, uh, he's got to get it together. Yeah. Like you always say that. Yeah, I mean, I think that Steve Nash, he's a really good person overall. Like, I think that a lot of players mess with him. Right. And that really does like help him keep like that. That really helped him get the job. Yeah. Just in the first place. Right. So I I think that is really important, but you gotta do your job. Yeah. Okay. Like it can't just be okay. The players approve of me. Right. So I'm good. No, like this is not a relationship building thing because when you go out and play on the basketball court or when you go out on that NBA floor, really, there's no, like, this is all compet like, this is competition. Like, people are stepping out here to do their job. Right. Well, they're all professionals. Yeah, they're professionals. And they're the best of the best. They're the best, like my dad said, the best of the best. Right. So, there's no relationships, any of that. Like, that's all out the door. Like, you gotta just go out there and play. You gotta right. go and battle with your guys and just, you know, just, I don't know, just change it up. Because right. I, I really do feel like they they ran, like, they they kind of figured out what they were going to do on that in that first season where Katie and Kyrie were in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. When Katie came back. Right. Let me, let me throw that in there. When Katie came back because he was out that first year. Right. And then, like... People just like figured out, figured it out, and now they're just like an average team that people yeah. just kind of throw to the side. Yeah, well, I mean, the the names are there, the talent is there, mm-hmm. but the results are not. Yeah. So this is supposed to be a championship caliber team, and last year they won no playoff games, yeah. right? Same thing with the Lakers to a certain extent, right? The Lakers didn't win any playoff game. They didn't make the playoffs last year, right? And I'm not yeah. trying to throw your team under the bus. But it's yeah. just one of those things where it's like, it's a new league. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, Steph is holding it down for the old heads, so to speak, right? Yeah. And they have one of the best organizations in all of professional sports. Mm-hmm. And he plays with some phenomenal, phenomenal players where they have that continuity. They've been playing together for so long, you know, with Clay and with Draymond, even with a guy like Iguodala, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the same coach as well, and Steve Kerr, that, that continuity is just there. There's almost like a brotherhood there. Mm-hmm. So that is going to get them over certain obstacles. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. get them certain wins and championships. And then you draft a guy like Jordan Poole, right, mm-hmm. and develop him, and now he's one of the best guards in the league. You draft mm-hmm. a guy like Wiseman, right, you win a championship with him not even playing, Right. And bring him along slowly, so it's like, good lord, mm-hmm. what are they gonna look like when he comes back, right? Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see that. And so, you know, you said Lakers, I said Nets. Those are two of the old teams, right? Yeah, I I would also like to see Milwaukee. A yeah, lot. after oh, yeah. that second round loss, oh, I want them to steamroll Boston so bad. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, not having Middleton hurt them a lot. Yeah, oh. he's a big. Big big piece for them. Oh, them Boston fans really think that they're like, like hot stuff. Oh my goodness! Since, since they made that, had that one lucky championship run. Oh, okay. Just, just you said the one lucky in '08 that was lucky. No, no. This oh, you talking about this year making this last year making it to the championship? Yeah. Right, like, okay, got you. Oh man, oh man, Giannis is coming for y'all. <laughs> Ooh, and, yes. Look, and I'm hoping so. You know, ESPN had him ranked number one. 
this year for the preseason, right? Best player in the league. Um, and so I was saying, we both pick older teams that we want to watch, right? Mm -hmm. We're excited to see how they perform, but we both pick younger players, mm -hmm. right? So last year we hit on it, right? About it being the year of the, the transition and all that. Do you think this is the year where, like, the young dudes say, that's it. This is now our league. Like, no more of that. Like, we're here. We're turning the page. And we're not looking back anymore. Man, that that's like a yeah or not nah question. <laughs> that's a tough question, right? Yeah, that, that is a yeah or not nah question. But, uh, I mean, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. To be honest. Like, and, and I'm sorry for not having an answer. That's no, good. But it's like, that's really tough because I, I'm not sure what I think, like, the Nets are going to do because they have Ben Simmons. There's a lot of, there's like a lot of potential in that squad just because mm -hmm. they have Ben Simmons now. Right. But if they just, if they just kind of go out sad and, you know, just kind of repeat what they've been doing the last for the last year right then it's like you know that already eliminates kd really right and then if the warriors say well not really the warriors because like that i, I couldn't really see any scenario where the warriors like just get knocked out in in the west Unless it's the Clippers, which has Kawhi, so yep. he's he's an old head, like he's returning. Right, that's and, a good point. So that's 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 a team, honestly, that you would, I I can't say I'm excited to see, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Clippers as well. That's a good point. Yeah, I want the Lakers to beat up on the Clippers, <laughs> but I don't want to see them. Um, they shouldn't be a team, anyways. But what? They they shouldn't. What I just you? we should have Seattle instead. Oh my goodness! I think Seattle's coming back. Yeah, that that and LeBron's gonna be a part owner. Yeah, mm -hmm. in Vegas. Yes, sir. But anyways, like, yeah, I I really don't know. Like that is like a really tough question. Like, I honestly, you answer that and then like come back to me. Okay, because that's a very tough question. So so and. Here's my thing. I said earlier in the episode that I'm picking Golden State to win the championship, right? Mm -hmm. If you would have asked me who I was picking to win the championship three weeks ago, I would have said Golden State hands down. Mm -hmm. Hands down, unequivocally, no one's beating them, right? Mm -hmm. They're the best team, and then they're bringing Wiseman in. Like, that is just, to me, people, again, are not talking enough about that. Like, this mm -hmm. guy could have been easily been the number one pick in his draft class. Mm -hmm. I already and, know what you're about to get and, to. And he fits in so perfectly with that team. Mm -hmm. Like, he's big. He's athletic. He can shoot the stretch shot. He blocks shots. He can run. Yeah. Right? He's just, it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, the rich getting richer, right? Mm -hmm. But with Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole. Yeah. Right? And not just that. With Draymond, with the video of it leaking. Right? Yeah, that's really the thing. That that is the thing because yeah, fights happen in practice all the time. Yeah, I've told you many times. I played in high school and college. Fights happen all the time, mm -hmm. right? But it's the fact that the video got out. Yeah, and the way that Draymond hit him so viciously, right? Yeah, and what to me was clearly a sucker punch. Like that was it was over the top, right? Mm -hmm. You're never supposed to punch your teammate. Like I said, it happens, mm -hmm. but like definitely not like that. Right, yeah. and stuff like that just has a way of seeping into 
your your culture mm-hmm. and breaking people apart, right? Yeah. So I'm just like I still think the Warriors are gonna win it, but I'm not so sure, right? And yeah. I think that some of these young teams, like the Warriors, are the only. I don't think the Nets can win the championship. I don't think the Lakers can win the championship, right? I think I'm sorry, man. It's just look. I didn't say the Wizards. You know, I love the Wizards, right? Well, what are the Wizards gonna do? (laughs) Don't do that. I'm just saying. I'm being as objective as possible, right? (laughs) Golden State is the only hope to hang on for the old heads, right? Because what? I I don't think the Lakers. I don't think the Clippers gonna win the championship either. Kawhi, he he looks good. Like it's good to see him out there, but he's too big. He looks like a tight end now. I get that. The Clippers, like, their whole roster, like, they have, like, a second and then third unit. Yeah. I mean, you got guys like John Wall over there. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know, guys who are coming back and they've been out for a while and they're hungry, right? Mm -hmm. But them young legs, though, man. (laughs) When I see Memphis get up and down the court, right? Yeah. When I see Dallas get up and down the court, when I see New Orleans get up and down the court, it's just hard when you're older, when you're 30, 35 plus, mm-hmm. in LeBron's case, almost 40, to continue to compete on a nightly basis mm-hmm. at a high level, to sprint back to make the third, fourth, fifth rotation, yeah. right? Not the first or second, not, you know, getting back in the first half, but I'm talking about in the fourth quarter, making that fifth rotation. That's tough. Mm-hmm. And you look up and then all of a sudden you're in seventh, eighth seed, Right. Because, you know, you got a lot of games, they they keep coming, right? And so, I think Golden State is going to win it this year. But after that, I think it's it's a wrap. I think these young guys are just, they're, they're here. I think Giannis is leading the charge. I think teams like Denver with Jokic, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray coming back. Oh, my, we could do a whole episode on comeback players yeah. just from this year. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy. But I think Denver... With uh, uh, Jamal Murray and Porter, Michael Porter Jr., mm-hmm. that's gonna be that's a lot to deal with, man. Yeah, and and even like Paul George, like I I know he's not a comeback player, but it almost feels like it. It kind of does. Like what happened with Paul George last year? Like he was, I feel like he was like kind of like AD with the Pelicans. Like he was kind of just like on and off. Like I can see the that. team, just like what was that? Yeah, like what, it's, it's what almost was, it's almost like they didn't try to make the playoffs. Which I'm like, I don't know why you do that because I sometimes Paul George just be like, when you got to step up, Paul George steps up. Yeah, I mean he has. Yeah, with Indiana it, and the Clippers. Yeah, but it's it's like you said, no one's really checking for Paul George, and yeah. I'm not trying to be be. A jerk, and I like Paul George, and his basketball shoes are extremely comfortable. Yeah, right? they're nice. And they're nice, right? But, like, he's not on this list. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he's sorry. No, nah. <laughs> no see, you take it too far. <laughs> but, like, you got guys, like, if, if I'm picking Paul George or Luka, right? They're going head-to-head in the series. I'm taking Luka. Oh, well, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, so, Embiid... So the top five list is Giannis, Jokic, Luka, and B Steph, then LeBron, Tatum, and KD. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a pretty solid, pretty accurate list. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I think that 
the Warriors can hold on to it maybe this year. I think they can hold on to it this year. After this year, I think it's it's the Memphises of the world. It's the Bostons of the world. It's the Milwaukee's of the world. It's the Denver's and the New Orleans of the world. Mm-hmm. I think it's their time. I think it's time for the old dogs to they gonna have to step aside. And we ain't even mentioned Chris Paul. I just noticed that. Yeah, I mean, Paul, oldie. Yeah, I mean, oof. Yeah. And I love Chris Paul. Yeah, I your love, twin. I mean, oh that's your brother, goodness. so you got to love him. No, we don't look alike. We're kind of shaped similar, but <laughs> yeah, you same are. body type, but no. Way similar. But uh, no, Chris Paul is great, but like mm-hmm. they got beat by an Australian, uh, Australian team in the preseason the other day, right? Yeah. Like That's great news. Because <laughs> you hate Phoenix, but like mm-hmm. that that can't happen. If this this is Chris Paul five years ago, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to turn that, to crank that gear up and to keep it up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can go out there and hoop for, you know, one or two games. But that, that third game, I'm like, yeah, I'm gassed. I don't even have the motivation to run back on defense anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, back when you're young, you just instinctually, you just turn and run. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. And, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say something about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope you're wrong about Golden State so um, Magic can undoubtedly stay the top point guard of all time because oh. if he does win another another championship, right. then there may be a debate. Yeah. And I may be willing to allow it because some people like to have the debate and I just dismiss it all yeah. the times. Yeah, so real quick, it's interesting to me, and I feel like we should almost do a whole episode on this. Mm-hmm. But they are just two totally different types of players. I understand that. Right? Like, you can argue that Steph's not the best passer on his team. Yeah. That's probably Draymond. Yeah. Right? (laughs) If he's even part of the team. Well, if he's part of the team after this year, right? But it's like, if you put Magic Johnson on any team in the history of the NBA, he's the best passer. Right? Now... You can say, well, what about LeBron or Steve Nash or Jason Kidd? All these guys are up there, right? Mm -hmm. But you're still probably going to go with Magic, right? Yeah. And he's definitely a better passer than Steph Curry. Like, not even, Steph Curry's not an elite passer, but his shooting is so elite and his motor's so elite that it is almost like he's orchestrating the offense. And like, him and Draymond are like the two, they have to work in sync. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like, if one of them's off of their game, the whole thing just doesn't really work. Yeah. You know? And it's not that Draymond has to be on this game as far as scoring because he doesn't do that. But just, like, facilitating. If he's not doing that, Golden State is not winning. Yeah. And it's like, you've seen... I, I've seen... There's been rare games where Golden State has just been blown out. Yeah? Fully healthy with, like, Kevin Durant. Right. Like, like he's on the floor playing. And it's just, like, the craziest thing. I remember there was one time... I understand, I, yeah, yeah, I understand that Toronto went on to win the championship in 2019, but it's like, they weren't even, they hadn't even gone to that level. They haven't, hadn't right. even turned up right. at that time, and they just, like, crushed Golden State by, like, 32 points yeah. or something like that, yeah. and it was just embarrassing. I'm just right. like, what happened? Right, right. Yeah. There was a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Yeah, there's, um. I mean, their offense is very much predicated on timing and shot making, which yeah. may sound basic, but it's like, no, if you throw off their timing or their shot making, you can beat them. 
mm-hmm. right? You just, it's hard to do that <laughs> because they're elite at both, right? Yeah. But they're not really the grind you down half court type of team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to, you know, impose their will on you as far as physically like that. Yeah. But they're going to impose their system on you. Yeah, that's why LeBron was just like, right. over the past couple of years, has even been able to put up like, even like, Somewhat of a fight, I guess. Yeah, like, now nah, he put up a great fight. Yeah, like, I mean, until they got Kevin Durant, they yeah. like they never beat Cleveland fully healthy. Yeah. I always go to that. They won one championship against Cleveland without K uh, K Love and Kyrie, but mm-hmm. when fully healthy, Cleveland beat them. Yeah, and and I'm sorry, but I just one more thing, and I I don't know, maybe we got to get moving on, but LeBron. Uh, if he had Kyrie and K Love in that twenty fifteen series, then Cavs definitely beat Golden State in like five or six, and then it changed the timeline. So I don't want to hear anything about the twenty sixteen. I don't want to hear anything about twenty sixteen with Draymond like with Draymond getting ejected. Like Yo, nah, that's hilarious. You talking about change the timeline? So yeah, yeah. Let Let's move on to one of our more iconic segments. Which is bank robbers. Yep. Bank robbers. Or tellers. Or te- right? I was going to say that. But, like, we got to figure out a sound effect for this. Yeah. Like, that. I'm, like, yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. that's your job. You got to find out a sound effect. Okay. Because just saying bank robbers doesn't have the same feel as that cha-ching, like you said. Yeah, they but, definitely have that on Anchor. Yeah, so we got to get that, right? Mm-hmm. And so you started off. You said you wanted to do a bank teller, which mm-hmm. made me also want to do a bank teller. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first, okay. uh, since it's kind of rare that I do a bank teller, and the fact that we're starting off with that, I think, is kind of a good sign, Yeah, since I'm usually as negative as possible. Oh, my goodness. But I've got John Morant as my bank teller. Whew. Shout out to John Morant for playing, every, like, what was it? It was either every game or almost every game in the preseason, and he really balled. He really yeah. balled out, and to be honest... He could have played half of them, not even, and I would have been fine with that. Right. The way John Morant plays, it's, you know, very high risk. Yeah. Like, you just watch him play. He's very aerial. Yeah, watch him play, and then watch, like, a 2010, 2011 Derrick Rose play. Like, that's just, like... Foreshadowing for another episode? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, you gotta go with Ja. He really, and, like, he really did hoop, like... A lot of people were talking about, oh, he might win MVP this year yeah. with the way he's playing in the preseason. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he is dominating. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I can't disagree with you, man. He is he is box office. Yeah. He is box office. It's been a while since I've seen a point guard just dominate the way he is doing right now. Right. Ever since, like, Steph, really. Yeah. There hasn't really been, like, a point guard. Who it's like, okay, he might win, like, MVP, yeah. like, for sure. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten, and not just job, but the new coach and the other young players that they have have changed the culture. Mm-hmm. Down there. And I, sh- I shouldn't even say change the culture because Memphis has always had a good culture yeah. as far as basketball. But they just have really created, like, a brotherhood down there yeah. um, and said, we all in. Mm-hmm. And they rotate for each other. They make an extra pass. They get on the fast break. You got three, four guys running at the same time, filling their lanes. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ja is – he's tough. He could definitely win MVP this year. I didn't think I would say it at the beginning of last year. But, yeah, he could definitely win the MVP. Yeah. And Desmond Bain, I would like to uh, just call you out because we all saw that video of you getting, like, crossed up by this, like, short, bald dude. Wow, um, I'm a short, bald dude. I, I mean, he, he was a little bit uh, slimmer than you. Okay. So, <laughs> so he's in better shape. Uh well no like I'm talking about as far as arm size okay they see I clean it up yeah <laughs> and yeah so I don't know if like that's the case like he was just like <laughs> really like just slippery I guess I don't know what it was but he was just like taking your ankles like I don't I didn't see this video Desmond made oh uh, okay well I'm going to show it to my dad so <laughs> by the time this gets out everyone like my dad will have seen it. Uh, before everyone has listened to this. So, yeah. Okay. All right. I look forward to seeing that video. And uh, my bank teller is Jordan Poole. Because Jordan Poole is a bucket. Oh. Right? This dude, he, I mean, watching him last year, like, even watching him in the G League a couple games, I was like, oh, this dude gets buckets. Mm -hmm. Like, he just, he knows how to flat out score. Yeah. And then seeing him early last year, I was like, oh, yeah, the Warriors are straight because Klay Thompson wasn't back yet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're straight. This kid can play, and he's very confident, mm -hmm. right? And going to the Warriors was, like, the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah. Because he got to – the one thing that the Warriors don't get enough credit for, and we were speaking about Brooklyn earlier kind of about this, is they're very creative, Mm -hmm. And they encourage their players to be creative right. within a flow of an off within the flow of the offense. Yeah. But they're like, go be creative. Like you want to throw a behind the back pass, mm -hmm. you want to throw a no look skip pass, you want to shoot a crazy three, whatever. Just like have fun, yeah. right? And obviously they they win games and win championships, but they promote that creativity. Mm -hmm. And a guy like that who is just kind of like, you know, I don't want to say happy go lucky, but he seemed like a very positive just fun guy to mm -hmm. be around, and he's young. He's very young. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, George, just go cook. Like, it, mm -hmm. it seems to me like that's what they tell him to do. George, just go cook. But then he's got the luxury of having uh, Steph Curry there to mm -hmm. show him all the wrinkles and the nuances of the game yeah. on how to cook, on how to set people up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and how to get people in space, especially big dudes in space. He had a move the other night. He came down, hit dude with an in and out, right? Strong side in and out. So with his right hand, mm -hmm. the help stepped up. He did a push through dribble and then went around his back and shot like a, like did a one, two step and shot a floater. The joint was so crazy. Did you see that? No. Oh, we're going to have to go back and watch that. The joint was so crazy. Kevin Durant tweeted out something like, who even thinks of this? <laughs> right? It was something along those lines. And I was just like, yeah, who does think of that? But the move was so skilled mm -hmm. and just so creative. It was just it was just fun to watch. So yeah. he just, you know, we talked about him getting punched in the face earlier. Obviously, that was unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But he's just Maybe. like, I'm. was that? Maybe. Ma <laughs> no, that was unfortunate. You never want to get punched in the face. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But he is like, I, you know, Draymond apologized. I'm ready to move on. Mm -hmm. And he signed a four-year extension worth $130 million. Now, I'm not here to count another man's pockets, but like Jordan Poole himself said, this is a, a life-changing moment for me and my family, mm. right? Signing this contract. 
two years ago he was in the G League. Yeah. Now he signed a contract for four years, $130 million, and he's only 20-something, like early 20s, 22, mm-hmm. 23 years old maybe. That's beautiful, man. So shout out to him. He's my bank teller, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him play and do more uh, more wizardry this year for sure. Yeah, maybe you'll have to play with an eye, eye patch. And, you oh, know, see, that'd, be pre- come, that'd be pretty see, creative. why you got to come with the jokes, man? Yeah, so. Jordan Poole is tough, man. I like Jordan Poole a lot. Yeah, Jordan Pirate. <laughs> yeah that. right yo so and real quick how funny is that that the warriors have the splash brothers and they get a dude named pool like that's mm-hmm. just the irony is is not lost to me yeah all right so that's uh bank robbers or tellers maybe we gotta come up with a different name for that if we're gonna do bank tellers too we'll, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that later yeah all right so for our final segment the world famous, yeah or no? Nah. <laughs> All right. So look, I got three questions for you. Rapid fire. Yeah or no? Nah, will Russell Westbrook be a Laker on the final day of the season? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think he will. I think they'll just be like, all right, whatever. Because I don't know how good of a season the Lakers are going to have this year. Oh, wow. I'm not sure. Okay. So we'll have to see, but if we're not doing great, we'll just let them play it out and then just get rid of them and then get Kyrie next season. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna say nah, no way. I think the the Lakers situation, and I and I hope that I'm wrong because I like Russell Westbrook, I like LeBron James. I'd like to see them make one like real run at it. I don't think this is gonna work. So and I think Darvin Ham is a, is a disciplinarian. And I think Russ has already shown some stuff with, like, not huddling up with the team and, like, getting into it with the one kid from Minnesota, throwing the ball back and forth with him. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to say nah. Did not huddle up, I think, was something where he was trying to listen to, the, like, the coaching staff is what he was saying. So, like, he was just not sure what was going on. Oh, okay. what he said. Well, yeah, I'm going to say nah. Okay. All right, number two. Hold on. Which one do I have? Oh, okay, okay. Number two, number two. Will we see historic tanking for Victor Wembanyama this year? Oh yeah, Wimbenyana. yeah, we've already seen it. We've already seen it. <laughs> like historic on a historic level. Like yeah, like on historic level, he's like a top three po- prospect we've ever seen. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Seven four, seven five, dribbles like a guard, shoots bombs threes, like block shots. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Unfortunately, I hate tanking, but like yeah, I think it's gonna happen. You know, everyone's talking about the unicorns. LeBron called him an alien. I think that's appropriate because we've never seen anything like this kid before. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. He's like an extraterrestrial. Like so, real quick though, who would you like to see get him though? Uh, Other than the Lakers, Rockets or Spurs? That's that's Ooh. that was who I was thinking. Ooh, probably Spurs. I'd say Wizards or Magic. So you're I, gonna say Wizards? Of I can't course. say Lakers, <laughs> right? Like, I like. I'd like to see him play for uh, with Bancaro in Orlando, for real. Oh, okay. Not OKC? Ooh, that would be tough, too, with Chet. Yeah. Ooh. All right, last one. Yeah or not, will Anthony Davis play more games than Kyrie this year? Uh, Nah. Ky- Kyrie will play more games than... I think so, too. Yeah. I think Kyrie's going to play, like, 75-plus. Yeah, me too. All right, man. Take us home. All right, so... Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Hoop Black with Sean Sean podcast, episode one. So thank you for already joining along in this journey. We're about to come back and do amazing things. And yeah, that's all I got to say right there. If you haven't already, make sure you go follow us on whatever podcast platform you 
listen to podcasts on or whatever. I'm being weird now. Right. So wherever you get your podcast from, we'll be there. You'll hear us, whatever, blah, 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 yada, 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 fun things. And yeah, that's all I got to say. So from our family to yours, peace. Peace. We out.